imagine a show. I don't. I feel like we should just do a dumb tagline for whatever the show we're doing is. In a world. Yeah, that's where I was going. I was like, in a world. It's Planet of the Apes, but if people weren't there to be horrified, <laughs> this is what it is. It's, it's Planet of the Apes if like the apes should not have been able to take over. Yeah. It is a realistic depiction of what Planet of the Apes would have been <laughs> as, as the chimpanzees slowly move from point A to point B and struggle to do basic tasks. <laughs> We're covering Lancelot Link, Secret Champ. Lancelot Link, Secret Champ. Welcome to Bottle Episodes. This is it. This is the podcast where we review the best episodes of the worst TV shows. And this week we are covering one season wonder, 1970 Lancelot Link Secret Champ. Did, was it one? I thought it did have two seasons. No, one Just season. One? Okay. Just one. It's two. Are you kidding me? They saw the price tag of the first season yeah. and went, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. So, okay, so Lancelot Link, Secret Chimp, if you've not heard of this show, congratulations, and I'm sorry that I'm going to do this to you, but this is a show about a member of a pop band, Evolution Revolution. Lancelot Link is called upon by the Agency to Prevent Evil, Ape, in their ongoing fight against Chump, criminal headquarters for Underworld Master Plan. Do you think they were determined to call them Chump, and they just really had to make it fit, or were they going for chimp and they couldn't get it and they just settled for chump Ooh, do you think it was gonna be apes versus chimps and then they're like you know what fuck it let's just go to ums yeah yeah i guess so but like underworld is a weird choice even in that well relative for what the whole show is it's not that weird of a choice they made much weirder choices let's clarify by the way this is basically get smart but if all the characters were played by monkeys yeah and these aren't humans in monkey suits these are just straight up trained chimpanzees, semi-trained, trained enough, trained to the point that they decided to castrate them. <laughs> that is canon. That is something that the makers of Lancelot Link Secret Chimp did to all of the male chimps. There is a documentary 15 minutes about the guys that made the show on YouTube. I encourage you to watch it. And they said they castrated all of the male chimps in the cast. Because and it on didn't sec- do anything. It didn't affect any of their behaviors. They said on the second week they were going to bring female chimps in. So they were like, shit, we have to castrate these chimps. What moment do you... Let's let's Hold on. Let's go back a little bit further. Because I think you really jumped the gun with immediately into castrating chimps. I just want to set the stakes for the show. <laughs> Like you know, what, you know actually, the chimps put their body on the line for this this pile of garbage. You know, you know. As you say that, I feel worse shitting on it now <laughs> because no, because the chimps were not involved creatively. So we're we're on their side. Yeah, we are. I am fully. The on poor this. chimps are put through the ringer for this show. It seems to be a nightmare. Yeah, this is yeah. this is an animal torture show. It's for uh, kids for children. Yes, one hundred percent. It was a Saturday morning 
not a cartoon show when it clearly should have been. It should have been a cartoon. It could have been a hit with a cartoon. Yeah, it's a fun monkey cartoon show at that yeah. point. But like, there's this weird thing where like you're like, oh yeah, these are conscious animals that will not do what we want, nor will they walk like humans. Also, they will tear off their clothing at any moment. Also, they will attack the veterinarian that castrated them. <laughs> Yes. Okay. That is, <laughs> that is something that happened. Apparently, the trainer of the star that played Lancelot told the showrunners that after the veterinarian castrated him, that he will remember the veterinarian and he will get revenge. And apparently, the next time the chimp saw the veterinarian, he, quote, chewed a hole in his back. <laughs> he tackled him in the street. In front of ABC executives. <laughs> Who then never bothered to visit set again. And you know what? It shows. There is no oversight on this show at any point. There is literally no one. They were just like, looks good. Don't let us near the f- crazy monkey show. We're letting happen for a season. And I think I think we should actually give back onto the show for how this got greenlit. Yeah, because it is. It doesn't make sense. Like whatever you guys are thinking of. It's a little worse and much weirder. It's randomly racist for no reason. Oh, are you referring to the characters Ali Assassin and Wang Fu? Oh, you're goddamn right I am. Of course that's who I'm referring to. And their accents, don't worry, they are done tastefully. They're done, yeah, they're done fully in 1970s uh, taste. Yeah, oh boy, it's, the kids, they, they loved it. There's a full, there's like the Tu Wong Fu kind of like, not Tu Wong Fu. Uh, yeah, Tu Wong Fu was a movie about drag queens. That is the wrong thing I'm thinking of. What's the one? The da 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 Yeah. They do That's that sound. Wong Fu as well. Is it? No. Oh, okay. No, but yeah, when Wang Fu, that's why you've got two Wang Fu in the mind. The character's Wang Fu. Oh, it's Wang Fu? Okay. Yeah, they literally do yeah. the like, the like, the Chinese sting. Yeah. The, the being like, hey. This is Asian music. Yeah. And a Middle Eastern character, Ali, Ali Assassin. Yeah. yeah. It is one of those things. We are dunking on this, but this was the 70s, and Jeff Dunham still exists. Jeff Dunham, I bet he started his career as a writer for Lancelot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. So this was, this was done by two people. It was done by Stan Burns and Mike Marmer. Well, I just learned this. They both died in 2002. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Well, you don't get to live to hear this great podcast episode about your show. They were best known for the Carol Burnett show being the head writers. And they left that to do this, their passion project. It's really, truly, like, they left that. They, like, considered probably one of the top ten television shows of all time. At, at its height of popularity. And they had been writing for... A million shows and comedians prior to this. These guys were the guys yeah. for writing comedy on TV for like a decade at this point. And they they used all of all of the capital they had built up the in the world of entertainment to make this the only show they ever created. This was what they wanted to do. This is what they they were like, hey, we've got the show of the century for you. It's a children's monkey show. <laughs> oh, surely this will be animated. No. No, no, no. Animation's too pricey. We got to train these monkeys. But it wasn't about price. They were given a historically large budget for a Saturday morning show. Yeah, they just wanted to work with. And so this does lead to. So we watched that documentary about the show. A very also, short documentary. It's fine. It's a documentary about. It's a very short show. Yeah. 
And one of the characters I think did want to fuck a monkey. Yeah, one of the creators, you mean? He was sexually harassing every female monkey on screen. It was weird. He, he kept referring to monkeys as cute. He said, look at the legs on that one. Yeah, like, just weird. In front of his granddaughter? <laughs> I think in one in one scene in the documentary, he was saying in front of... I'm not, yeah. sure, if it, I'm not sure if it was his granddaughter or the other creator's Guys, granddaughter. But, but in front of a teen girl, he was like, oh, it's a hot monkey right there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's the man who created the show. Yeah. Let's so yeah. They, I want to say were, one thing about the budget though before we get into the oh, plot yeah, of the first yeah. episode, which is they were given an enormous budget for this kind of show for the time, and they ran out pretty quick because it cost a lot to train monkeys or chimps and make special clothes for them. They had to get all the clothes special made <laughs> and special shoes because the chimps didn't want to walk around without their feet touching the ground. Oh and yeah, they, and on top of that, they had to train them how to ski and how to ride motorcycles and do a million other things. And by the time that was all done, they didn't have a lot of money left. And so they were able to build about eight sets. They had to reuse scenery for one episode to the other episode. Yeah. Yeah. And they couldn't really reshoot things with, if they wanted to, because well, the actors were monkeys. So it's really expensive to do a lot of takes. And they just kind of had to deal with however their mouths moved and change the lines to fit that. Yeah. And then it seems like on the fly we're changing it. Like, so they were voicing it like on screen. Like someone was like talking as the monkeys were talking. It looked like was the. I don't know if they were talking as the monkeys were talking. Like, I think they were there on set to do it like right after they got the footage. Yeah, that's which is weird too. As like, why not? Why do you yeah. need to do it right then? I don't. You could have sat down and, and written, wrote, written some stuff after the fact. Take a take a page out of like weird anime dub people. Yeah, I would actually be interested to see if you got a talented crew of anime voice actors who do have to kind of fudge mouth movements if they'd be able to make a better script for this show nowadays. I mean, redub yes. Lancelot Link. <laughs> I'd be ah. interested to see. Yeah, because uh, the voices they use are also weird. They're, no, they're 70s. That's 70s cartoons. Yeah, that's 70s cartoons. That's just, that's bread, meat and potatoes. Just like, Mah, we're talking like this. Oh, no, we're talking like this. Yeah. It's just lots of that all the time. It's it's Ethel from All in the Family, or Edith from All in the Family. Man, I'm great with names. Yeah. So let's get oh, it. one other thing they had to spend money on. They said they had to get new kind of lighting because the chimps were too dark to film. Yeah, you could get facial expressions on them from the way <laughs> from the way that cameras and lighting were done at the time. So the the, the whole idea was flawed from the start from a hundred different angles. Yeah, it's just it's the collective willpower of making an idea so stupid it just might work. Oftentimes, just doesn't work, and we don't talk about them. Yeah. We just don't talk about it most of the time. Because that's the thing. This is such a distinctive show. I feel like it should pop up more often in parodies and stuff. Like, why isn't this discussed in I Love the 70s or something? Why is it not a punchline in Family Guy or anything? I saw this for the first time when it popped up on Amazon Prime. And then I asked my mom if she remembered it. And she paused for a few seconds and then went, wait, that was real? Like she had a vague memory of it in her head, but thought she had imagined it. Well, because it's it is so weird because it is just like a weird spy show. It's kind of doing the campy spy show thing. It's also I 
like this would have been right in time for like Scooby Doo and all of those like that shark one that solves crime. Mm-hmm. It's like a live action version of those where it's like we're in a band, but also we solve crimes, which I think is CIA propaganda. Because there's no way that people who are good at spy work also are writing these like crazy hits. I would recommend the podcast Wind of Change for you. What is Wind of Change? God, I listened to this like two, three years ago. So forgive me if I get some details wrong. I think it was a guy that wrote for the New Yorker. Okay. Who heard from a friend who had some connections with the CIA that they had written a song by the band Scorpions in order to like take down the Soviet Union. Uh-huh. And then he went and he investigated. And yeah, there's a lot of evidence that the CIA was involved in writing songs for popular musical artists or just putting them forward to promote political ideas. Like he was saying that it seemed like they were pulling the strings behind Nina Simone and she wasn't even aware. Wow. And like this guy was a real writer, I think for the New Yorker or something. So You'd be surprised. Yeah, I mean, sure. But that actually is exactly why something like this would exist. I feel like it's a bad idea, actually, to promote a better podcast in our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe cut that part out. Yeah, no, no, guys. Please go listen to CIA. That seems more important than what we're doing. But, you know, remember where you found out about that podcast and keep listening to this one. And then come back after you've listened to Wind of Change and seen the film air. I don't know what order we're putting these out in, but radicalize yourselves. See the film. Air. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So the first episode of Lancelot Link is apparently considered a two parter. And according to the creators, it's the one they're the most proud of. And it is a episode where they're, they have stolen monkeys have stolen a diamond. Yeah. By the way, Chump has stolen a diamond. Chump. Chump has stolen this diamond. We know they're planning to steal the diamond. They steal the diamond. Never do we see them steal the diamond. The one action scene, I was like, that. Do we even see the diamond? No, it's no. That's yeah. too expensive. <laughs> they they can't couldn't even get it. a fake diamond. They had this crazy high budget, and they blew it all on nonsense to agree that they couldn't even afford a fake diamond. Yeah, it's literally the only the closest you see to the diamond is during a snowball fight. The diamond is in a snowball that they have written on with marker. Yeah, they've they ri- found a snowball that they can write in. <laughs> marker on the d <laughs> oh guys good news i wrote the letter d on the snowball so we know which diamond snowball has the diamond in it <laughs> why are we putting this snowball in a diamond don't uh, worry about it so the show is basically just like poorly conceived plot lines to put monkeys in situations where monkeys have to do very small physical tasks and it's always difficult for the poor chimps. Yes, every time. They can't do it. I would say in the first episode, we spend two to three minutes watching one of them try to put on a hat. And there is one character, Mata Hari, or Mata Hari, actually, who seems to exist solely to tell Lance to hurry up. Literally. Half of her lines are just, Lance, hurry up. She's like, Lance, get the hat on better. Lance! <laughs> and you know your show has pacing problems. If you have to say hurry up more than once an episode. Yeah, more of your life should have you like, Lance, we're not going to finish in time if you don't hurry up. <laughs> Just cut those parts. It seems weird how much they did not cut from the show. No, they leave in a lot of just dead air where we watch 
the chimps struggle to do things and you feel bad <laughs> as you watch one chimp s- walk uphill wearing skis yeah that's not it's like i'm gonna get i forget it's like i'm gonna get there no matter what i do if it's the last thing i do and you really feel that watching the poor chimp by the way they're filming this episode which is about skiing and such and according to that documentary this was 110 degrees outside and these poor chimps are in winter coats struggling to get up fake snow fake snow Oh, and you! Oh my God, man! Why would you do this to them? <laughs> it's also why would you make a show about an international group of like anti-terrorists? And we're then, past that, though. And no, now no. we're asking: if you're asking a question called "Is no business like snow business?" How is this episode not about cocaine? <sighs> how popular was cocaine in the '70s? I imagine more of an '80s thing. You know what? That's you make a good point. 1970. I would imagine late '70s. I'm not a cocaine expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you no, you're making a good point. That's a lot more of the '80s. So I guess which the is 70s, weird because the show feels like it was made on cocaine. It does feel like a show you'd have to be on cocaine to make. Which actually, though, at that time, no, they were doing cocaine like for like Animal House and stuff like that. That's still like five, six years away. Okay, but the, like the Lance was cocaine invented or brought into Hollywood for Lancelot Link. <laughs> It's the only way we can get these chimps to talk. <laughs> well, one of the chimps they did have to have chew gum because he would not move his mouth otherwise. The lead. The lead. Who you described as Joe Para? He's very Joe Para-esque. Like, in, if I can, like, it's very like, oh, didn't you see you over there? It's very every American man, but I'm kind of nervous. Which is weird for your suave spy. Lead. Yeah, it's, 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 well, it's not, you know what it is, actually? It's not committing enough to a detective motif. Because he's kind of doing a little bit of a 20s noir thing in his voice. It's like, ah, thanks, Mary. Love that for it. But it's not quite committing to it. So he's, yeah. it's like, oh, interesting. I get, uh, we'll play some of it in this. Lynn, you got him on that word. There's a good reason why I got him on this way. What reason? Well, in case I'm following anyone, they'll really think... They're following me. Huh? Never mind. And we're back from playing a clip from Lancelot Link, <laughs> Secret Chimp. How'd you like that clip that we've definitely already determined what it'll be? 50. <laughs> well, no, we'll just show some of the voice of that. It's because it's so weird. Yeah. Also, as he just sort of chews gum. Also, they like it. It's the show is so weird because they don't. Tonally, it's way all over the place because obviously it's a silly monkey show. But they can't do most of the silly things they want because they can't. They're limited by real monkeys. These are guys that know how to write jokes, but they can't actually get them delivered because the mouths won't move in the right way. You know what? And they refuse to resort to sight gags for some reason. (laughs) Because the sight gags are slow. Yeah. They do do sight gags all the time. It's just it's just a monkey putting on a hat. You know what I'm actually That's, realizing? I guess that is a sight gag too. You know what I'm really realizing is it's that they were just writers in Hollywood thinking we'll make a talking monkey show, and it's the '70s, so they've just not seen enough monkeys not be able to do stuff. Like we we're doing this from the age of the internet. They're just thinking we'll get a bunch of monkeys together, and then every step of the way, it's insane for them. Can I give you their thought process? Here's my thought process. Go ahead. You know, Ronald Reagan did those Bonzo movies, and now he's governor. <laughs> that was a thought that went through their mind, and and they thought that could be us. 
you know, all we have to do is get two more. They're working on the greatest show. By the way, immediate. I looked on IMDb. Immediately went back to. Of course, Carol they Burnett. immediately went back to Carol Burnett. I'm sure Carol Burnett is a very nice person that didn't fault them for trying this, and she welcomed them back with open arms. Yeah. Why, why would you not go back to Carol Burnett? No, of course. Also, in that first episode, a monkey riding a camel. Oh, that's out the assassin riding yeah. a camel, which is a thing I had never seen before. Uh, and the, by the way, a falcon is riding the chimp. Yes. Oh, that's true. I forgot. There's a falcon on a chimp on, on a, a camel. camel. <laughs> and they seem to have wasted a lot of their budget by going to some sand dunes to film that scene specifically. Well, how else would they know he's Middle Eastern? If exactly, you- <laughs> yeah. No one else gets their own location other than Ali Assassin, who gets a desert. It would have been really helpful because one of those guys is either Eastern European or Latino. Oh, and- Credo? Yeah. Credo has an accent and... It's undetermined. It's, yeah. It's really... I. As a show itself, it is just a lot of watching monkeys... Slowly walk places. Yeah, like all the action and fun of what you'd have for monkeys doesn't work if they're all monkeys. Yeah. You need like, so that's honestly the way I was looking at it. Like I was like, oh, that's a better version of the show. Oh, let's talk about the second episode because it does some things. The highest rated episode does some things that do improve on. the. We show. should note actually this show is overall highly rated just because not a lot of people remember it, and those that do have weird nostalgia for it. Yeah. Nobody who remembers the show hates it. But like it was also nearly impossible to find critic reviews for it. I think we found one, and it was from the Museum of the Moving Image magazine from like yeah. tw- twenty years ago, and that was the only critical review. And they're like, "This is the strangest thing I've ever seen. It's a mess, but it's interesting." Yep, and that is an accurate assessment of it. That is exactly what I would say about it. It's a mess. It's honestly, it is worth looking at. There are episodes on YouTube and Daily Motion and other places. If you just search, you, you find can them. Buy them on Amazon you if can, you're a real fan. I mean, yeah. Listen, if you have sixteen dollars of disposable income, you can get all. First of all, quit bragging if you have that amount of money just lying around. Second of all, our Patreon does not exist yet, and use uh, that money to go see air. Use that money to go fund our Patreon. Build us a Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Use that money to hire someone. <laughs> I like how many instructions we give in this podcast. This is mostly an instruction podcast where we ask you to do things that don't involve listening to the podcast. It, Yeah. It, so the second episode involves the mad scientist character on mm-hmm. the evil side. Dr. Strange Mind. Dr. Strange Mind. Building- the best comedic minds of the 60s wrote these names, by the way. <laughs> Ooh, it'd be fun if he was like Dr. Strange Love. Anyone got any ideas? One of them is if his brain was strained. And we don't need to... We're done for the day. No more work to be done. We'll also, come back tomorrow. Dr. Strange Brain is better. Yeah. It's got an assonance in it. I like it. Okay. Anyway. So these monkeys, they build... He's building the biggest chump, which at that point, how do you not look at your organization and go, we should change the name. Yeah. But they've built the biggest chump, which is a person in a spray-painted silver monkey hat. Or a mask. Yeah. And... They didn't bother to spray paint him silver under the eye holes. So you just see human under. Yeah. And then it's this weird thing where the robot is very conflicted about killing Lancelot Link for no reason. He's just programmed wrong at the start. Yeah, he's programmed wrong at the start, but he's still, like, crying throughout the episode. Well, that's the actor thinking, I went to Juilliard. Oh, this actor did not go to Juilliard. This actor went to Juilliard. And dropped out. (laughs) 
This his patch he was like i get to work with the head writers of carol burnett yeah that's how you frame that for sure that's mm-hmm. i can't the it's also that weird thing because he is bound by the monkey speed yeah so yeah, he they move very can't slow. like these monkeys aren't there's not stress for them it's not an actual scary situation it is briefly at one point in this episode where they've got a poor lancelot like sitting on a bench and then they throw a boulder from above into the pond in front of him. And the chimp is actually scared. For yeah, a the chimp freaks out. Because it doesn't know to expect it. No. Hey, guys. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to check us out on social media at uh, DPIC Comedy on Instagram. And you can follow Daniel Crow at Daniel F. Crow. Also, I have a comedy special, Goblin King, on YouTube. Go check it out. It's doing well. I'd love for you to see it. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We'll be releasing new episodes every week on Tuesday. All right, guys. Now back to the episode. There's no idea. By the way, I want to go back, actually, to the first episode before I forget. Just based on the mean things they were doing to the chimps. There's a snowball fight scene in the first episode. Oh, yeah. And you you see the chimps pick up the snowballs, but they can't really throw them. They're going about a foot in front of them. Yeah. But then they'll just cut to shots of the poor chimps being pelted with (laughs) snowballs that were clearly thrown by humans just right into their face. And the chimps, every time they get hit, they look jarred. (laughs) Yeah. Because I guess these were humans that they trusted. These were their trainers. That are now Jesus just abusing them by throwing snowballs at them. And they don't know what they did wrong. No, they're just getting hit by snowballs and as they're being told to throw snowballs. Yeah. And I guess they're like, am I not throwing the snowballs good enough? What did I do Which, wrong? to be fair, they were not. Once again, you could have cut earlier on those yeah. shots. And they we're not going to talk about it, but there is an episode elsewhere in the series where they have a pie fight. And the same thing happens. They throw pies poorly and then cut to shots of them getting hit very aggressively with pies. <laughs> They're just being mean to these poor chimps throughout. And it's one of those things like where like it's I feel like it's not the editor's fault except for that. He's like, we don't have enough footage. We have to show this much because, <laughs> yeah, they could only get a finite amount of footage before, you know, the chimps would go and attack a veterinarian. <laughs> Honestly, I want to see a, that show. Yeah. Oh, my God. A show about the chimps from Lancelot Link that's planning actually, revenge against the veterinarian? So that's my pitch for how to make a better version of the show would be the making of Lancelot Link's. Okay. My second pitch, though, would actually be a version of it where you do them trying to do a show where they make, but it turns out monkeys are still incredibly difficult to control. You're thinking of Nope. Yeah, that's fair. I guess I am thinking of one plot line in Nope. Yeah. It's a miracle that Lancelot LinkedIn end up like, nope. Yeah, like just murder it. Well, because there were no people in the show. <laughs> there was crew. Yeah, you're right. So Lancelot, like, yeah, if, yeah, just 18 chips being like, how do you like it if I tear off your genitals? There's also one orangutan. Who, just a blob. Yeah, he's not... just kind of, he's an extra. And he sits there and Lancelot will be like, what's his problem? Literally, it just goes, ah, oh, this guy's kind of strange, and then moves on. Yeah, he's a poor, poor thing's a sight gag. <laughs> so this big robot is being created by Chump, and then we cut to Lancelot and Mata Harry, and they're at Lance's bachelor pad. Yeah. And how long would you say we watch Mata Harry try to thread a needle for? Literally threading a needle. A minute and a half? Yeah. And here's the difference. She's taking a long time to do something. Lance is encouraging. 
He never tells her to hurry up. Yeah, he's like, ah, did I help? And she goes, nope, not at all. <laughs> and then they decide to go play tennis. And at which point we cut to them playing golf. They also go through, they go through a table. Yes, which I guess has a ladder. Yeah, it's basically it's just like a secret exit because it's yeah. probably elevated because they're monkeys. Yeah. They're ju- so yeah, they just go through a secret entrance through the table. That's how they leave their house and then grab tennis racket. It is that weird thing of like I don't know. Maybe that might be a convention of the seventies where they felt like they had to show you every second of it, or else you wouldn't be able to follow. Well, what happened. it was for kids. That's true. It was for kids. It is weird that it's for kids, even though because it doesn't really. It's mostly adult jokes, kind of. It's a parody of Get Smart, so kids wouldn't have even really had the frame of reference for that. Yeah. Maybe they were watching Get Smart. I don't know. I don't think they were. Cool kids were watching Get Smart. Yeah, bad boys were watching Get Smart. They were getting smarter. <laughs> so they go to play golf. <laughs> yeah, they And play the golf. robot tries to attack them there. The monkey hits a, a lady monkey hits a Mata golf ball. Mata Harry hits a golf ball. It stays on the ground and then suddenly is elevated up into the air, hits the robot, Mm -hmm. and then lands back down on the ground and rolls into the hole. Then Lance is very supportive. He's like, nice shot. Yeah. And then the robot cries. (laughs) Yeah. And that basically, that's what keeps having the whole time for that robot. This is 10 minutes of a robot just trying to attack them. They have no idea it's happening. Then they go to tennis. It gets it with a tennis ball. And it's just upset until eventually it decides to attack the girl. Wait, yeah, then, then, they go, then they go to the docks. <laughs> they go to the docks for no reason. And Lance, he loves the docks and he says the immortal line. Oh, Hard yeah. to imagine such a peaceful place when there's so much bad in the world. Violence. Violence in the world. <laughs> Which again, this is Saturday morning for kids. Let them, let them not have to deal with that. It's 1970. There's some stuff they shouldn't be thinking about. Also, why is this monkey surprised daytime public parks are not teeming with violence? Because he recently returned from Vietnam. Fair enough. That is Lancelot Link. Vietnam veteran. I mean... That's how he got recruited into let me see. secret agent status. I mean, I'm trying to think about it. It was started in the 70s. No, it would have still been going on at the time, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he could have been in Vietnam. Definitely. Oh, my God. Lancelot Link, Vietnam vet. <laughs> Lancelot Link, Vietnam vet. That's the theme song. Well, yeah, he's doing he's he's still playing music, but it's the only way to deal with the horrors of what he dealt with in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, it's much more like Creed's Clearwater Revival or something. <laughs> I mean, then we have chimp smoking and I'm all about it. I'm actually very on board for this show. Yeah. Finally, Mad Men with chimps. <laughs> Once again, another better show. Mad Men? <laughs> With chimps. With chimps? You think Mad Men would be better than Mad Men if it had chimps? Mm-hmm. Like if Chimp Mad Men would be better than Mad Men we have? Well, like... Oh, here's the thing. Same voice actors as Lancelot Link. Okay, that makes it worse, for sure. That makes it tougher. But here's the thing about it with that Lancelot Link and everything is... Or not with, with Lancelot Link, it's an action show. Mad Men's a quiet drama. As long as they were pretty good at making up, you know, like you'd shoot it kind of like a Larry David style where like, honestly, if you get Larry David doing the improvising for these chips. Yeah. Baby, we got a show. Call call Larry right now. Hi, hi Larry. Hello. I can't do Larry David. I'm not good at impressions. I don't know why I keep trying to do them for this. For, for, for those sweet, sweet 
theoretical Patreon bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do an impression of anyone you want. They will not be good. <laughs> Sign up now for our non-existent Patreon. Hear David do a bad impression. <laughs> anyway, the end of the episode. It was, it's actually two episodes in one. It's a two-parter. Yeah, but the end of the the end of the, it's two episodes. So the end of the first episode is Matahari realizes that while Lancelot Link is squaring off with a robot because they can't actually have a chimp fight a human because I wish a chimp they had. will kill the person. It was it was the veterinarian in the robot costume. <laughs> so they can't do that. So instead, he just looks at him and makes menacing fist motions at him until Matahari steals the control device by just taking it out of his hands. By slowly walking over to... Is it Ali Assassin that has the controller or is it Dr. Strangemind? Dr. Strangemind. She slowly walks over to him. He hands it to her. And then she shifts it and then the and robot chases uh, Dr. Strangemind off. Slowly, very slowly. Very slowly. He walks slowly away and then the human has to keep pace with him. Like It's weird because even as a kid, I feel like I would have been like, oh, this is bullshit. I mean, there's a reason it didn't last. They were saying in that documentary that they were at the time the biggest merchandising thing in the history of Saturday morning TV. Yeah. So they were betting big on this show. And it just didn't work at all. No. So then we get the thing between the two segments, which is a song from the Evolution Revolution, which the highlight of the show is watching those chimpanzees pretend to play instruments. Honestly, I love it. I could, like, if you made a children's TV show that was just monkeys playing instruments with like random joke one-liners done throughout it, that's a great show. I yeah. would watch that show uh, 100%. Variety show with chimpanzees. Lovely. I, yeah, that's a funny, like I, I, or I don't watch that show, but I'm like, oh great, that's a relic of the 70s, that's I, fun. I do watch that show as a guy that had already seen every episode of Lancelot <laughs> Link prior to us discussing them. I do watch the, that show. I mean, it's been a few years, but I did spend my free time watching it. Uh, but then we get into the second episode, or the second part of this episode. Which I literally, we just watched it, I have zero memory of. How do you have zero memory of it? There's two minutes devoted to Lancelot putting on surgical gloves. Right. Yes. Okay. I do remember it now. And of, and of course, Mod Harry, you going, hurry up, Lance, <laughs> the whole time as he struggles to put on surgical. You don't remember any of it? I do remember now. Okay. So the, it's the prince you know, of... King? The king? Of trivia. A, a fictional country they've made up. Called trivia. Why did they call it a thing that we all know about? Yeah. So the king of trivia is has to have emergency surgery in America on his broken foot. Can I just say, yeah, I wish it wasn't a country. And he was just the king of trivia. He was just a guy that was great at trivia. <laughs> That's just because you love trivia. I do love trivia, but you can have fun running gags. If the king of trivia comes in and just starts saying trivia, That's Lance a lot the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is they made a show that has to be extensively written because they are physically handicapped by monkeys not being very good at stuff. They're also physically handicapped by monkeys attacking them and eating parts of their back. <laughs> that's a that's a real issue for the people making the show. As they're cont- actually, <laughs> you know, guys, if you take anything away from this podcast, it's don't yeah. geld monkeys. That's probably the most important thing you could do. They shouldn't be in TV shows. Leave them alone. <laughs> or you can do small trainable ones. Yeah. Friends had a monkey. That that monkey was in like a shit ton of These stuff. are chimpanzees though. Yeah, chimps don't have chimps in shows for sure. Anyway, we're describing the plot of the second part of this episode. And then they fake a surgery. Well, you forgot that the show, this part opens on a good five minutes of Lance bumping the King of Trivia's foot into various things. Yeah, that's Just the funniest. Just continually bumping going, oh, oh, ow. 
And there doesn't seem to be any other joke in the, uh, this part of the episode. No, it's really, it's just trivia. Yeah, bumping his foot. <laughs> it's literally that whole, I, there are no other jokes in the rest of the episode. I don't. I, unless you want to count him trying to put on gloves as a joke, but I don't think, I think they were just like, and then he puts on gloves and then it lasted for a long time and they just showed it. You know what though? Also, I think that guy really liked watching monkeys. Oh, on. the one that was sexually attracted to monkeys. So I think there is that thing where he's like, nah, just leave it on for a little bit longer. <laughs> Hand, latex. All right, monkey. Let's see what's happening. Oh, well, now I'm uncomfortable even talking about this show. Because <laughs> I never considered it that way. Oh, yeah. It's like Quentin Tarantino and feet. Oh, boy. They're just monkeys everywhere in this show. He literally kept talking about how hot they were. It's weird. Yeah. By the way, they were just like classic old Jews. I did love that. Like they were just like full on like classic old Hollywood Jews. Yeah. Just it was like, yep, this is they're like, you know, what? let's make a talking monkey. I show. don't like you bringing up that fact immediately after accusing him of being a sexual deviant. That seems irrelevant to what was said before. Oh, yeah. No, they, I don't think the other guy was a sexual deviant. Okay. I think that guy just was like, yeah, sure. I'll make a show with my friend about monkeys and get smart. It'll be fun. <laughs> And it was not fun. It was dangerous it for was the horrific. humans and the monkeys. <laughs> One veterinarian was harmed. <laughs> I wish that said that in every credits. <laughs> okay, so how would it? So well, I, we haven't even finished discussing oh the my plot. God. Okay, go ahead. They take him into surgery. They put a dummy in. Chump comes and kidnaps the dummy after filling the room with crying gas. But I skipped over the part where Lance puts on gloves for two minutes. Yep, and then. They kidnap the dummy and turns out everything's okay because they're one step ahead of Trump and then the episode kind of ends. Yeah, it just ends. Just ends. Like literally the, the guy comes back in and goes, why are you guys sad? I'm here. And they're like, yeah, we're just crying because of the crying gas. He goes, oh, okay. Credits. That's the end of Lancelot. That's the best episode of Lancelot Link, apparently. Oh, man. I don't know how you differentiate what's the best episode because they're all... They're all uniquely Lancelot Link. I think, yeah, that is the thing about it is they're all just weird. It's, it's, uh, I guess in the seventies, like just anything pre YouTube, the idea of watching a monkey do things is probably way more entertaining. Yeah. I guess if you don't have memes, you need something like this <laughs> just to get your fill of, but I think surreal. Even, even that was, this was too weird. Yeah. And they were just like, I don't, why are we, or, and boring. That's the, the, you know what the thing is? It's not boring because now, because it's like this, why are they doing this? Like, but if you've just seen HR puff and stuff right before. Yeah. This is boring. Yeah. It's very much. It's a monkey trying to put on a glove and not being able to do it for a while. For a while. They say hurry up Lance so many times in this episode. And the first, your show should not continually say hurry up. By the way, so my other, so let's see, how would you improve it? Animated. Yeah, animated it's show. It's so obvious. An animated show about a secret agent monkey from the head writers of the Carol Burnett show would be, it would be getting movies made today. Yeah, 100%. There's no question in my mind that it would have been in syndication when I was a kid. Yeah. I would have loved it as much as I love Scooby-Doo because they would have been able to write their jokes. They wouldn't have to deal with these monkeys that were not talking the way they wanted. So they just had to come up with new lines on the fly and the chimps wouldn't be go walking 
at a snail's pace. You would yeah, be able to you do could, actual chase scenes. You could have actually watched them steal a diamond yes. instead of hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they filmed it and went, nope, it doesn't work. Probably. They wouldn't have run out of money. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's so many things. Here's here's how I think I would improve it because I would, I would keep it a live action show. But you make it a new division of the CIA that's a monkey division. And it's these handlers trying to get monkeys to do stuff and failing. And it's all the tension is based around, for some reason, they need monkeys for these specific tasks. And it's trying to get a monkey to do what you need him to do while failing. And I think that gets an audience view on the frustration that's happening. Yeah. And it gets this weird thing of like, God damn it, Lancelot, we need you to get that diamond. And he's just there chewing gum, being like, okay, boss. And then he just can't find the right snowball, and they're freaking out. Yeah, I can see that working. Because the problem is, is you're trying to do a show where every variable is unknown at every moment, and then you're trying to control that. You're like, let's put him on skis. Never mind. They're not going to stay on skis or he's going to be backwards. All right. Let's try and write a joke about this. Yeah, It really was a show where they tried to laugh in the face of nature and nature laughed back at them. Yeah. This is a show about hubris. This is a Moby Dick style. Yeah. Which is why we should make the show of the making of the show. <laughs> Hi, we'd like funding for the making of Lancelot Link. Are you interested? Excuse me. What is hang on? Okay, here's the thing. You shoot it as a TV show about it's the executives who have seen a monkey eat the bag off of. And then they're getting the dailies and they're too scared to go to set to say anything. (laughs) But they're just trying to figure out how they can influence this show. But it's like a half a horror series because they're afraid of these monkeys that will absolutely try and kill them. The the real horror series is from the perspective of the chimps, though. Oh, an animated series of... Well, just, they were continually being pelted with snowballs and pies. They were forced to wear winter jackets in 110 degree weather. I love the idea of a pro-union horror show, an animated horror show. Yeah, we didn't even get watch the episodes where they had to ride motorcycles. That's legitimately dangerous for chimps. <laughs> they, and I look again, it's been years since I've watched the whole show. I seem to remember them making them do jumps and stuff. Like they were the Dukes of Hazard. Wow. That's just, it's not right for these chimps, man. Yeah. And get weirdly, no chimps were harmed. We did look around. I didn't see anything that said like chimps were harmed during this, although it was made in the 70s. Of course, no chimps were harmed. The chimps were busy harming people. <laughs> and with good reason. Let the chimps fight back. I do love the idea that this is actually how Planet of the Apes started. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, it all started with Lancelot Link. And then I, wonder, I, I wonder if that was part of the pitch, though, because Planet of the Apes was a new franchise at the point. So people were just like, yeah, monkeys are big. We can, They might have gone in and said, it's Planet of the Apes meets Get Smart. And the executives were like, yeah, we're good. And then they assumed that there would be people in, in chimp makeup. And then they arrived and like, wait, they're real? And then they saw a guy get mauled and they left. <laughs> and then they never came back to set, quietly yeah. canceling it from their ivory tower. Yes. Where no monkeys hypothetically get could get them. Instead of no, training Lance the mon- is still biding his time because now he's mad about the cancellation. <laughs> I bet if you look it up, all the all the executives from that time are dead. You might think old age. No, no, no. All Lance. All Lance. All se- severe chimp killings with their genitals moved and their backs bitten. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea that instead of training them to walk and talk, they should have just trained them to fight so they could have stayed on for as long as they need. <laughs> I mean, thank God they didn't train the chimps to fight. 
because they would have used that in every episode and i would have felt way worse about watching oh if the chimps fought each other yeah Yeah, that would have been rough it is it is funny you can't do anything with those like that is like that you can't have them fight each other you can't have any of the stuff you would normally do in a well it sounded like it sounded like the chimps were fighting each other yeah off camera after they got castrated, they were like, we thought they wouldn't fight, but they kept, they did. They still were mad. Well, because maybe also, isn't that a thing? Aren't you supposed to, I don't know a lot about chim castration. And who knew this is where this podcast would go? I, I did because I knew the anecdote and we were not going to not talk about it. You know, fair. But I imagine it's one of those things also you castrate young so that they're not. So they aggressive. become better singers when they're older. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why there, were no, there weren't a lot of songs by the chimps themselves. <laughs> There's a, there's a song by them literally every episode. It's not by the chimps, though. What? Oh, no. Bad news. I thought they were actually playing those instruments and singing those songs. I will say one weird happy note on this whole show yeah. was Lancelot. They were The creators were talking about it. They're like, okay, we made this show. And they were all just banging on everything. It was all chaos. And then we turned the music on. And suddenly, everybody kind of got in rhythm. <laughs> So earlier I said that the cocaine was not popular at the time, but I want to recant that statement because those guys were on cocaine when they filmed this. <laughs> As were the monkeys. Yeah. For sure. That's why they were so aggressive. They, they weren't trying to mate. They were just trying to get some blow. Yeah. They were also just pretty upset that they were being portrayed as offensive racial stereotypes. Yeah. Anyway, I think, I don't know if I have any more to say on Lancelot Link, Secret Chip. I would say if you've listened to this whole podcast, you know by now if you want to seek it out. I would say definitely, if this is up your alley, if it seems like it's if it seems like it's up your alley at all, definitely look it up. Definitely see it. There's ones on YouTube, and you can find most of the episodes wherever. Definitely a good high watch. It's really silly and stupid. Would totally like honestly. These are shows that like I feel like if you're like a dumbass in your twenties and want to check out, these are exactly the shows to watch. I mean, considering I've already said that I watched all of these episodes when I was like 23 or 24. Yeah. 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 I think this is the perfect, that's the perfect thing of that. Like show your friends. This is a weird thing. Get high. and be like, you want to see the weirdest thing I've seen in a while. You want to know something really weird? What? I wasn't high when I watched these. Never have been. I watched these completely sober. I made the decision to watch them completely sober. Yeah. We're weird. I, I need yeah. you to know who, I am high right now. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So... Finally, at the end of the episode, we want to just recommend a different show. It can be related. It doesn't have to be to the show that is just a better show you could check out also if you want to just watch a good TV show. If you're looking for something campy from this era, watch Batman. Yeah, the Batman TV show, a lot more fun. I feel like that's the tone they wanted. Yeah. And they weren't able to pull off. So watch 60s Batman. Well, because all of those characters can move at a relative speed. Also, if they had just inserted a bunch of pows and booms into this show. Oh, that's a very simple change to make. Yeah. That makes it so you can have a little bit of fun monkey violence. Yeah. I, I can't believe it didn't occur to me. until That's exactly. It wouldn't have made this show good, but it would have gotten it up to three seasons. Yeah. And at that point, those chimps are trained and they're assassins now. <laughs> they're real assassins. And you can use those assassins to ex- to kill every executive at ABC. Oh, uh, before the before Bob <laughs> Iger can start his reign of terror. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what channel this came out on. It's ABC. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. 
And then as far as shows I would recommend, this one's another silly show that has all the monkey violence you would actually want. Hit Monkey. Jason Sudeikis. It's an animated show where Jason Sudeikis plays a hitman who was murdered in the first episode. And then he's a ghost who trains a monkey on the ways of how to be an assassin. Unrelated to Ted Lasso, I assume. No, just Jason Sudeikis once again being a great coach. There we go. All right, guys. Thank you for checking out Bottle Episodes. Have a good one. This video.